Welcome to Don't IEP Alone, the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process and hosted by a special education advocate. Your host has been attending IEP meetings for over a decade and has helped thousands of parents go from an IEP rookie to an IEP all-star. Be prepared to learn tips that will be a total game changer for you as a parent advocate and most importantly, your child's outcomes. Partnered with the award-winning Lock a Day in Our Shoes, you'll be confident, knowledgeable, and actually looking forward to your next IEP meeting. Don't IEP alone. Get ready. Here's your host, from suburban Philadelphia, Lisa Leitner. Hey, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. Um, if I sound less than enthusiastic today... It's because we are at the ESY section of the IEP. It's just like, I just, I hate ESY. I hate talking about it. I hate advising on it. And I'll get into why in a minute. But if you're just joining us, I usually am in a better mood. Um, And I'm usually more enthusiastic. But we are working our way through an IEP, talking about it section by section. I am using the blank form on the IDEA website as well as a Pennsylvania and Delaware IEP. And so, the section that we are at today is ESY, Extended School Year. Oh, how I loathe the... Um, I have a very extensive blog post on ESY, and I'm not going to sit here and read that to you. Um, you can just go to adayinourshoes.com, look for extended school year, and I have all the criteria and all that fun stuff on there. ESY is one of those things that does vary from state to state. One of the things that I love about ESY, oh, I wish I had, do I have it? I think I have it. I was, um, I do have it. I was helping a client, client lives in Delaware. Um, I do most of my work in Pennsylvania. But since I live just a few miles from the state line, I do often get calls from Delaware. Um, And so, where did it go? Um, So anyway, I was helping this client in Delaware. And this particular parent was getting the runaround that is not uncommon and it was that whole um esy is only for regression blah 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 blah, which is like one of the most common myths out there check your state regs it is not just for regression but anyway that was just one of the issues that this parent was dealing with and since i was I'm, i'm not as comfortable working in delaware as i am pennsylvania I went and grabbed a blank IEP form and started looking at um, looking at it 
And right there on the blank IEP form from State of Delaware, Department of Education, right? It says, consideration of eligibility for extended school year services, ESY. It says, the IEP team must consider each of the following factors. First one is regression and recoupment. Second one, vocational skills. Third one, degree of impairment. Fourth one, breakthrough skills. Fifth one, extenuating circumstances. Anyway, I was just so thrilled. I, I think I just, I don't know. I was so happy that finally, um, you know, people think that because I know IEPs and that because I, I know pretty much right away where to go to find information and attend meetings with parents that, that for some reason I have it easier and I don't. I don't have it any easier as an advocate or a parent than you do except that I can get my hands on the information faster, quicker than you can. It's very likely that I, you know, a lesser experienced advocate would have walked into that meeting and would have heard the same thing. It's only for regression. So anyway, it was just such an easy win that I was like, really, if it's just for regression, you know, I found this on the Department of Ed website and it says, um, so anyway, look it up in your state regs. It can very much work in your favor. Your state will define the criteria that it uses to determine ESY. It may or may not give you a timeline or date by which the school has to inform you whether or not they think your child qualifies for ESY. Pennsylvania defines it, not all states do. However, um, it, I, I believe it, it's an IDEA that the parent has to be given adequate time to exercise your procedural safeguards, i.e., in other words, file for due process or mediation if you disagree with their decision. Okay, so I always tell parents March-ish, if you haven't heard, send an, and it's not on your IEP, um, send an email. Because one thing I found is that if your IEP meeting, your annual IEP is in the fall, a lot of times schools don't wanna to commit to promising you ESY. I, I don't know why, but I just find the law. We'll discuss that at a later date. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if it gets to be about March, you know, and if you have the IEP organizer, which is available for sale, my online store at A Day in Our Shoes, um, if you have the IEP organizer, it's all spelled out for you there with a reminder in March to take a look at your data and contact the school. Um, so for ESY, what, here's the deal. Schools have to provide ESY for the kids who need it. So what they do is they come up with this canned program, whatever it is, and they hire teachers, um, some teachers, you know, do it for the extra money because they work extra number of hours and weeks and all that. So they add it onto their contract. 
much like if they took on, you know, a coaching position. Um, so they hire X number of teachers. They, they make a budget, right? Your school has to make a budget for ESY. And they budget what they're going to spend on teachers and blah, 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 blah. And they estimate how many kids are going to need ESY. And they take it from there. Um, and then they begin to fill the slots, right? So let's just, um, for argument's sake, let's just say, you know, your school is hiring um, two teachers for summer ESY, and each one can take, you know, according to what your state dictates, each one can take 20 kids. So there's 40 kids. They, they've budgeted for 40 slots of this ESY program. And your kid is kind of on the cusp, and he happens to be number 41. It shouldn't be a money decision, but sometimes it is. And they're never going to tell you that. But for your kid who is kind of borderline, yeah, they will need ESY. Yeah, they won't. Um, we find a lot of parents kind of end up really fighting the fight. That being said, um, I don't ever want to tell a parent to not advocate for their child if it's something that they believe in. But I find many of the ESY programs are really... I want to say overblown as far as their importance. Um, the bar is set pretty low for ESY expectations. Your child does not have to, the school does not have to prove that your child made progress in ESY. They only have to demonstrate that your child did not regress. So this isn't a time that your child is going to, you know, that it's going to be this intense learning and intense instruction for, you know, four solid weeks and your child's going to catch up to their peers and be ready in September. That is not the expectation and um, the schools are not held to that expectation so it shouldn't and, and, and parents shouldn't hold that expectation because it's not going to happen. They only have to prevent your child from regressing over the summer. Um... And even still, I have not seen, I would love to see some case law on children who did attend every day of their ESY program and still regressed because it's just more relaxed. That's just the nature of the beast. It's just, it's summertime and it's more relaxed programming. The, the instruction isn't as intense. So I don't know. Like I said, I wouldn't tell you to not advocate for your child, but at the same time, know what you're really fighting for and is it worth the fight? Because um, it may not be. The other piece is that I find a lot of parents want to send their kids to these social skills camps and other camps and things um, at the expense of the school. And you have to demonstrate need. So again, the bar is set very low for ESY expectations. 
So you would absolutely have to show that this particular summer camp or program is going to meet your child's needs and their program, the district, the program that the district is offering is not going to meet your child's needs. And that can be very difficult to do. Um, the school is not bound to LRE, least restrictive environment, for ESY for the simple reason that they cannot force non-disabled children to attend school in the summer. Um, so LRE does not apply to ESY. Um, what else about ESY? On the, um, on both the Delaware and the Pennsylvania form, they have a section where the team is to specify what goals they are going to work on during ESY and what services the child is going to receive. So they should have some goal and something in mind. And that might, I mean, it might only be to, um, you know, assist with behaviors because your child needs to stay in a routine because um, they don't do well with unstructured time. And if, you know, if they have behavior goals, that might be it. I would ask your team what, you know, what happens in ESY? What does it look like? What do they do every day? Um, again, and to determine, especially just mostly for these borderline kids, um, determine if it's worth it or if you can fund a private camp on your own. I know that camps are very expensive. It's why my son doesn't go to camp. Um, camps are very expensive, but many of them have scholarships and things like that that you may want to. I have a whole list of ideas on my ESY post on the blog of how to privately fund your camp if you, if you want to try that avenue or route instead of getting getting there. Um, can you just hear or feel my disdain for ESY coming through the podcast? Um I think that just parents just don't understand, remember, respect where they're at in their journey, but I, I just think a lot of parents whose kids are mixed in with gen ed kids for at least a portion of their day in the regular school year, I think parents have this unrealistic expectation that this extra four or six weeks of ESY in the summer is going to help close the gap for their child. And that when it's time to go back in September, they'll be that much farther ahead and all that. And it just, that's not the reality. And I hate to see parents disappointed. Um, and I especially hate to see you be disappointed after you've really fought long and hard for something. Um, I once had a teen client and we went to mediation um, 
it was basically a $1,500 program that we were asking for for ESY for the student. And district just kept saying, no, 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 no. And we went to mediation um, and ended up getting this program for the student. Um, Mom really kept pushing. She thought that this would just... It wasn't, it wasn't a program at the district. It was an outside special ed provider. And that's all I want to say because I can't give details about clients. Um, anyway, I mean, we had fought like all winter and spring. We kept having these IEP meetings and asking about ESY. And they kept saying no. And we kept saying we want to do this program. They kept saying no. We ended up in mediation um, after the school year ended we're in mediation and and the child gets the program and goes and kid hated it didn't do well and it just was you know she paid me a lot of money to help them and get what they wanted and in the end the child didn't want it and didn't fully cooperate and participate and it just it just didn't go well so um Like I said, I think parents expect that, okay, all the other kids are going to be at home over summer. My kid's going to have an opportunity to catch up. And it's just not often that they do, unfortunately. I wish it was. Um, I wish it was. I really do. So, okay, if you have any other questions about ESY, please feel free to ask in the group. Again, I have a very lengthy blog post explaining all the ins and outs of ESY and determining criteria and all that fun stuff. Um, Just go to adayinourshoes.com and look for extended school year. Have a great rest of your day and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Don't IEP Alone podcast. No parent should have to IEP alone. And with a day in our shoes, you don't have to. For more IEP assistance and letter templates, visit adayinourshoes.com. For ongoing assistance and support, follow our Facebook page and group.
It's gone my way. It's gone my way. It's gone my way. It's gone my way.